Colin Stan, Cartman and Kenny, me, me, four boys in a town they call South Park, Park, Park. Crazy crap goes on every day And there's two guys who talk on Shark's Pond Bro and Bill Shark's Pond, a South Park podcast Listen with your ears, they discuss Every episode and so much more. Twenty seasons and then so many more. We hope you love this show. It's Sharks Pond, a South Park podcast. Today's episode of Shark's Pond, a South Park podcast, is brought to you by a book. Remember books? They're still around. Read one. <laughs> Are you sure? Uh, as far as I know, they're still around. Uh, remember when they fucked the chicken on South Park to get people to read a book? <laughs> yep. Oh, yeah. Yeah, we, we, we don't recommend people doing that, the uh, of the chickens, but we do recommend you read. Right. Hey, let's talk about some news before we go into... Oh, the- yeah! Thank you for reminding me, and why don't you bring it up? Um, we have a new president of the United States. I, uh, I have, I've heard that rumor. I have heard that yeah. rumor. <laughs> His name is uh, Donald J. Trump. And the J is for Jackass, I think. Um, I cannot confirm or deny. It might be, so. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, the people behind South Park, Trey and... Uh, Matt. Uh, uh, Matt, yeah. Has uh, said in the release that during the four years with Donald Trump, they promise not to make fun of him because he's funny enough for that. Yeah. Basically, what they said is because of everything that's going on with the government, they're not going to make fun of him. They're letting yeah. them do it on their own. And I think that's interesting because last time we talked about uh, season 21 and what we think is going to happen in season 21. Uh, close the ears if you don't want any spoiler alerts. Yeah, about seriously. Future. Uh, but uh, in the last episode of uh, our 20th uh, recap, we talked about uh, one of the storylines with the Donald Trump not ending. So it's kind of interesting that we already now 
know now that we probably will never see those darn grapes again. <laughs> Which is a little bit sad, but you know what? The thing with South Park is, and next week's episode is a good example of this, they'll take something that is popular, you know, like the first time around, and then they'll use them again, and then right. they never use them again. Right. Which I could see to their point, because you don't want, you know, something that's so popular to get stale so fast. But I, I will miss the member, memberry. Oh, yes. Because, because we did not really have a storyline that ended the memberries. So, will we see the memberries again, do you think? If we do, it would have to be, like, a conclusion to their story. Yes, because, I mean, the last time we saw them, they were taking over the White House. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, spoiler alert, Donald Trump is the president, and he lives in the White House. Yep. So... I'm I'm interested in what this means for South Park going on. And do you think they really meant it? Um, I think at this point in time, they do. However, time changes everything. Yeah. So, I wouldn't be surprised if, say, in five months they change their mind and they're like oh yeah we're just gonna go for it yeah I guess it's it's, uh, it's going to be interesting do we have any news about when season 21 is going to start uh let me check I don't believe any news has come out yet so we're gonna probably be waiting a while so yeah I mean, uh, as you say, time with time flies everything, and uh, I mean it's it's kind of I, I I'm not saying it's an empty promise. But right. I'm I'm I, I'm I'm saying that uh, uh, if I was the South Park people and I promised it, I'm not sure I could keep it if something really important happened in history, in mm -hmm. time, with Donald Trump. Yeah. Like, God forsake, there's another terrorist attack on, 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 on United e States. Exactly. Like, how will they leave something as big as that? Or if she is shot, or, like, yeah. There's a lot of things that we can uh, speculize on. Uh, and wouldn't that make uh, them pretty stupid if they didn't like talk about it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I I'm interested in what this means for for not only South Park but uh, comedy in general. It's kind of like yeah, we don't want to make fun of something because it's so stupid. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not buying that argument. Eh, well, the only thing I can... 
The only thing I can say is stay tuned. I mean, you can make fun of everything. Oh, yeah. And I mean everything. Like, even child touching, they make fun of on Twelve Five. They've basically gone and have made fun of every single thing that yep. you can think of. The N-word they have yep. an episode yep. about. Muhammad. Muhammad, yeah. There's a lot of controversial things in, in South Park, so I'm, I'm not sure if this makes any sense. Well, I mean, you know, they could be fooling us. You know, they could be yep. saying this only to be like, okay, we got him, and then when we come back, oh, we're going to start making fun of his ass. Yeah. In other South Park news, uh, also kind of sad for me, especially, uh, uh, the fractured butthole is delayed again. Really? Yep. Wow. Uh, it was it was delayed to April this year, and now it uh, looks like it could see 2017 because before we we get the, the no uh, 2018 before we get the holy cow really yeah it's been delayed again and uh, nobody really knows the reason and it kind yeah it kind of scares me because there's there's been uh, the most official thing they have said it's probably coming out between now. Uh, like in April mm-hmm. and 2018. That's a lot of months. <laughs> so, That's yeah, surprising. Kind of That's very yeah, surprising. Sad. And sad. Now that one I had not heard. Yep, because I pre-ordered it, so I followed it in the news. Wow. Whew. Well, I feel bad so, for everyone... You know, who's pre-ordered the game. Yep. It reminds me... It reminds me, real quick, of when I was about 14. um, I pre-ordered, and when I meant pre-ordered, I meant you had to go to the store to pre-order something, not do it over Uh the computer. (laughs) Um, Didn't stop. Well, Toys R Us. Um, oh, it was, oh, okay. We had a thing for WWF Attitude on the PlayStation. Oh, yeah. And it kept getting delayed and delayed and delayed. I think it was supposed to come out in, like, June, and it didn't come out oh. until August. Wasn't that even a shit game? But it had a good roster. Yeah. It was a terrible game, but had a good, good roster. That's yeah. what I remember about that game. Yeah. So yeah, I for those who are who have pre-ordered that game, uh, the fractured but whole, I do feel your pain. Thank you. Yes. <laughs> Speaking of pain, today's yeah. episode. Uh, this is a very interesting episode, but I love this episode. 
Yeah, I'm uh, not going to say what I think about this episode before we end. Yeah. I will maybe give some clues, clues along about the way. what I think, but yeah, it's a good episode right. uh, in, in many ways. Well, today's episode is Hooked on Monkey Phonics. And yeah. this is one of those episodes where I can honestly say I have waited since we started to do this podcast. This is one of these episodes I have waited a long time to do this episode. And it's the Cartman-driven episode. I mean, every episode that's driven by the Cartman storyline uh, helps us. It is, but it's almost like a secondary storyline. Oh, yeah. Oh, oh, yes. I agree. But it is a Cartman-driven story. I agree. Um... And this is a good episode, but it also has some sad stuff in it, which I'll get to at the end of this review. Mm -hmm. So the episode originally aired on November 10th, 1999. It is the 12th episode of season 3, and the 43rd overall episode. So we begin the episode with Cartman and his mom at their house as Cartman is given a gift. But it's not the kind of gift you'd think. Because Cartman is in the South Park Spelling Bee, his mom got him hooked on monkey phonics, which will help teach Cartman how to spell, get better at spelling, and hopefully win the contest. Will it help him, though? That's a big question. Yeah, we will have to see. So they open the box and they get out the different stuff, cards, there's a drum kit, and there's a monkey. There's an actual live monkey in the box. Um, and then they put in the cassette tape to start. And in the beginning, it mentions, if you have received this package and your monkey has died, please call our toll-free number at one 800 555 4,500, and we will send you another monkey. Yep. Oh, my gosh. So, what the monkey does is he's at the drum set, and he plays a beat for the kid to practice saying the sound. And that will help the kid get better. So, they tried a couple were, you know, a couple sounds, and Carvin's really getting into it. So we go to the next day, and it is the South Park Spelling Bee. And we see Cartman and Stan and Kyle. They're three of the participants involved. And then we get Jimbo, who's in the crowd, and he has a chant. Kyle, Kyle, he's our man. If he can't do it, I'm out $50. (laughs) Kyle's dad, who is there right next to him, said... You bet money on my child? And Jimbo goes, Of course! When it's a spelling bee, you always bet money on the Jew! Oh, boy. Yeah, and, and I had never heard this as, uh, as a, a racist stereotype that Jews are good at spelling. I've never I heard that either. Uh, I mean, the money thing we have heard uh, the best. But yes. Spelling? Uh, so if one of our Jewish listeners is listening to this, 
and can either confirm or deny that uh, Jews are good at spelling. Yeah, please. Yes. So, the mayor is there. She's sort of the MC of the spelling bee, and she says that there are 12 contestants. Well, we only see 10 kids. There are two empty seats. That's okay. because the last two kids are homeschooled kids. Their names are Rebecca and Mark Cotswolds. So we have new characters. And everybody is shocked because, well, the kids have never seen these kids before. And the parents have never seen these kids before. And they've never heard of these people before. So Mark starts off the spelling bee. And he gets a hard word. And he nails it, which surprises everybody. Now, his parents are there, and they're happy because he got the word right. So, Cartman comes up. His word is chair. And we get this great dialogue of, um, what's the language? English. What's the, what's the, what's the usage of the word? It's a noun. Um, can you... Put it in a sentence, and the mayor is just upset. It's like, the word is chair. Spell the damn word, chair. So Cartman looks at Monk, or yeah, Monk, uh, Phonics Monkey, and the monkey doesn't know what to do, and he starts jerking off. So Cartman then has to go for chair on his own. Chair. C H A R E. Chair. <laughs> yeah, that's how you spell chair. Pretty much. So Carmen gets upset and he chases Monkey Phonics or Phonics Monkey. So we come down to the two homeschooled kids and Kyle. They're the only ones left. So Rebecca comes up, and Rebecca is the more shy person of the two. Very fidgety. So she spells another hard word and gets it correct. So Kyle comes up. He has to get this word right to continue the spelling bee, or it's over. And the word is Cruxel de Fivic. <laughs> yes. Uh, and uh, have you ever heard that before? Uh, no. And thankfully, it is not a real word. Isn't? It isn't. Uh... It ac I have it in my notes. It isn't a real word. Uh, we should come up with a definition of Croxel to Fific. It means uh, to be awesome like Throw and uh, Phil. Bill. Alright, we'll go with that. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, Kyle says the letter C and he automatically gets buzzed 
and Jimbo is pissed off that Kyle cost him $50 in the spelling bee. So, Mark and Rebecca win the spelling bee. So, the boys get to know them a little bit better. And they are told, well, Mark explains to them that, well, homeschool means that you are taught at home. You know, your parents teach you. So, right. so Kyle goes up to Rebecca. And Kyle asks her, you know, what's your name? And she's like, well, what's in a name? And that's Shakespeare. I, even I know that. You know, yep. what's in a name? I mean, I, I read like one Shakespeare play. And <laughs> I, I... Even you know that. Even I know that. <laughs> so they show them where their house is. And the house is right next to the stage where the spelling bee was. And... Right. So the kids leave with their parents and they look back and this is where things start to get interesting. At dinner, Mark asks his parents, why can't we go to public school? Which shocks the parents. And his dad talks about how he and his wife were both homeschooled and look at how we came out. So it's only best that you two should be homeschooled. And Mark is like, well, I'd like to try public school. I'd like to see what it's like. And the dad is just horrified. Like, oh my God, I can't believe you would do something like that. Such a horrendous, you know. And I, I mean, they treat that idea as they were almost saying, hey, dad. Mom and Dad, I want to discover the Black Plague exactly. and have it on my body. Exactly. Almost. <laughs> yeah. No. So, they get a knock at the door, and it's Kyle. And Kyle wants to see Rebecca. So Rebecca comes up, and Kyle says hi, and Rebecca's like, hi. And then she leaves, and that's it. There's nothing else. So, the next day, um, we're at school, and we are introduced, or the class is introduced to Mark. He's the new student in the class. And here comes Mark inside a big plastic ball. I just love this. This is the most funny gag in this episode. And then Cartman gives one of the best lines in the entire show. And he's like, Say, what do you have? Do you have John Travolta disease? <laughs> yeah, that famous John Travolta disease. Yeah. And I actually have, or I think I had the note here, but there was a movie that Travolta was in as a teenager where he was, the, the character, his character was in a ball. Oh! Which I did yeah. not know, so, you know, you learn, you know, something new. Um, so, that's how we get that. So, Mr. Garrison starts teaching, and... Cartman's got his hand up, 
and so does Mark. And Mr. Garrison's like, put your hand out, Carmen. You're not going to get this answer right. <laughs> so, you know, Mark says the right answer. And then Mr. Garrison asks another question. And Carmen again puts his hand up. And Mr. Garrison is like, will you put your hand down? You're not going to get the answer right. To which, at this point, Cartman is just offended, and he's like, that's it. I'm done. I am going to go get homeschooled. So he leaves the class, and he gets, and he decides that he wants to be homeschooled. So, yeah, because that is something uh, kids can decide everybody. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. So, so, um, so we get to recess, and um, you know, the Stan is with Pip, and they have this thing where it's like, I want you to say, "Hit me," and Pip is like, "Oh, but if you tell me, but if I say that you'll hit me, or I want to be hit, that you'll hit me," and he's like, "No." I won't hit you if you say you hit, you know, I want to be hit. Yeah, I, you're, you know, you're a butt if you don't say it. So he says it and he gets hit. And Mark is confused because it's like, well, why are you doing this to him? Isn't he your friend? And, you know, they try to explain to him. Well, Butters and Clyde, they, you know, they get to Mark and... He's like, well, you know, they're like, well, why don't you come out of the, of the, you know, of your bubble? And they do, or he does, and they duct tape him to a bench. And he's there for the remainder of the day. So the parents are just, you know, like, they're scared to death. Like, oh, my God, what's happened with our child? And, you know, the the doorbell rings, and it opens, and... Here's Mark. He walked all the way home with a bench duct taped to him. Yeah. <laughs> and it's, it's, it's such a good scene. Mm-hmm. Oh. It is. And the parents are like, all right, that's it. You're not going. You're not going back. But Mark is like, no, I want to go back. I want to go back tomorrow. And they're shocked because of what just happened. Meanwhile, Kyle comes to the house and he starts playing the guitar and starts singing a song for Rebecca about Rebecca. So she sees this and he stops the song. He's done playing. She leaves the window for a minute. She goes back to the window and she throws some money at Kyle. How great is that? Oh! I know. I know. It's small details in this episode. Yes! It's uh, a horribly funny episode. Yes. So, the parents have a discussion, and the dad is like, you know what, I'm going to go down, and I'm going to talk to the other kids' dads about this. So, they meet, so the dad meets them at the bar, and, you know, he tells them how he's upset about what happened with, um, with what happened with Mark at the bench. And Randy makes a good defense, you know, saying how, 
hey, you know, they're kids. They're going to learn from their mistakes, you know. And then he talks to Gerald saying about how his son, or Kyle, you know, is attracted to Rebecca. And, you know, Gerald is like, look, my son's falling in love. He's learning love. You know, you can't prevent that. Because basically what the dad is doing is he, he it's almost like, and, and we'll get to that scene a little later, like he's going to pick her husband when she's older. Right. Oh, yeah. Definitely. So, and then they offer him a beer, and um, Mark's dad is like, no, I only drink wine coolers. Well, that's a big mistake, because now he gets duct taped to the bench. So... We go to school the next day, and we are reminded that this coming Friday is the annual Bay of Pigs Memorial Dance, where we'll have a very special musical guest. Keep that part in mind a little later. So, Kyle's like, that's it. That's how I'll get Rebecca to go, is to the dance. And then Stan does wonder about how Carbon's doing with homeschooling. Well, we go to Cartman's house, and he's sitting there on his bed eating chips, watching TV. And the mom comes, and she's got a book, a math book, and he's like, Yeah, I'll tell you, just, just pet over on the, on the lampstand. So, back at the school, Mark, you know, he gets picked on by the boys, and he gives... That famous saying, sticks and stones will break my bones, but words will never hurt me. Well, for that, he gets duct taped to the bench again. So, then, so now we go, and Kyle goes to their house, and Kyle and Rebecca opens the door. And Rebecca actually invites Kyle into the house. Yeah. Which is a big shock. And I was I was really surprised. Yeah. That. And it was a good surprise because it wasn't like her defying authority, which in this case are the parents. It's just she's like, Yeah, okay, come on up. So, you know, she decides to take him into her room. And the parents are sitting at the couch, Mark is over and she, and they're asking Mark, well, where's your sister? Oh, she's playing upstairs with that Kyle kid. And the kids, are, or the parents, are just petrified. They're like, what? And they come running up, and it's like, oh, my God, you know, this is it. This is the end of the world. So they open the door, and Rebecca is playing doctor. And Kyle is the patient. <laughs> and I was taking sex at one I was like, okay, uh, I remember when I said I was playing doctor, and I know what we were doing. <laughs> yeah, I remember playing doctor, too. I was always the patient. Uh-huh. Yep. So, Kyle, after, you know, all this happens, bangs his head because he couldn't ask Rebecca to the dance. So... We go to Cartman's house, and his mom 
has a new history book. And Carmen's like, yeah, all right, I'll get to it. Just, just put it right over there. Just put it right over there. So Stan and Kenny come up to Cartman's room, and they tell him about, you know, the, the dance that's happening, and that the boys are planning on duct-taping Mark again. And, you know, Carmen's like, eh, that sounds like fun. You could go ahead and do it. And Stan's, like, trying to convince him, you know, maybe we shouldn't be doing this. Meanwhile, Kenny is trying to take... I, it looked like... A, I thought at first it was, like, a nut, a walnut, but I think it was a cupcake from the from the phonics monkey. Right. And the phonics monkey just goes crazy and kicks Kenny's ass. Or actually throws his ass at Carver's like... No phonics monkey! That's a bad phonics monkey! And he just throws him to the wall. And this is one of my favorite, like, Kenny deaths of all time. Because Stan's like, oh my god! Phonics monkey killed Kenny! And Carmen's like, you're damn right he did. <laughs> yeah, nothing like plastic. Exactly! It's like, yeah. damn right he did. So... We go back to Kyle, and he's with Rebecca. And they're in the backyard of the house. And we get this romantic scene. It's funny because it's kids, but it's done so well. Yeah. Kyle tells Rebecca about, you know, there's this thing called a dance. And people go to it. And, you know, like, Rebecca's got a little bit of a hesitation. And this is where Rebecca says, oh, I will wait until my dad chooses my mate for me. Mm -hmm. And we get, you know, and then they talk about kissing. And they get closer and closer, and then they finally kiss. And, thi <laughs> and this kiss sends a jolt of, like adrenaline up and down Rebecca and she kisses Kyle again and Kyle's like so you go to the dance with me and she's like you bet your sweet ass I'll go <laughs> that's such a yeah yeah I love that expression mm-hmm mm -hmm. so then we see the kids they're at the school it's the night before the dance and they're planning on duct-taping Mark to the school flagpole. And, you know, they call each other names, and then they go. Well, then here come the dads. They come to the front of the school, and they're like, okay, look, we know that Cotswold is, you know, is going to chaperone the dance, so we should chaperone, and that way we'll duct-tape him up to the flagpole. So this is set up for really good stuff. So now it's the night of the Bay of Pigs Memorial Dance. And they, you know, they're playing generic music. And you see some of the kids doing Charlie Brown dances. Which is actually sort of funny I'm mentioning that. Because uh, the day that we're recording this, they're actually going to show tonight on ABC an hour of Charlie Brown Valentine's Day special, so... 
So yeah, I had to get that reference in. So yeah. Principal Victoria comes up, and this is where we get the fun announcement. The musical guest for the Bay of Pigs Memorial Dance. He was a revolutionary force in music in the 70s and 80s. Ladies and gentlemen, Ronnie James Dio. Who? Oh, no. Okay. Who is this? All right. Um, he is a lead singer. He was in the bands Elf, Rainbow, and Black Sabbath. Now, he was... He, I, I heard of one of those, <laughs> and I heard of Black Sabbath. He's the one who replaced Ozzy Osbourne in the uh -huh. 80s. So then, after he had left Sabbath, Dio did, he decided to create like his own band. So, and he's like one of the metal gods, you know, of heavy metal. Right. Um, and we'll talk more about Dio in a moment. So, he's like, Alright, are you out there ready to rock? And they're like, yeah. And, you know, he, you know they're like, Alright, let's do it. So they play the song and Dio's like, you remember this song? This is the song that you helped make number one. And he starts singing Holy Diver. Again, I will get to all of this at the end, Fro, so don't... I, I love that uh, song, though. Oh, okay. That saves me at least two minutes. So, the dance is happening. Kyle is waiting for Rebecca. Mark shows up. Well, here comes Rebecca... And, oh my god, what has happened to Rebecca? Her hair is all out. She's dressed like a teenager. She's got makeup on. And she starts flirting with all the other boys. You know, like, she kisses one of them, and then she taps Token's ass. Yeah. And this fear infuriates Mark. And Mark... I mean She's being a little whorish. Yes. So I can understand why uh, he reacts. Right. And Mark just loses it. And he yeah. beats the crap out of Kyle. And he's like, I'm going to beat your bitch ass. I'm going to get your ass. Like, he, it, like, Kyle does not put up a fight. It is just all Mark one-sided you know and the dads finally break it up and he's like i'm gonna get your bitch ass later and the boys come over and it's like way to go mark way to stand up for your sister and you know and they're <laughs> and buddy's yep. like yeah that's badass what you did and they're like i want to be with mark no i want to be with mark and you know mark is smiling so, Mark and Rebecca's parents come out, and they're looking for the kids. And they pull the plug on the party, because the music stops and the lights go out. And, you know, they're looking for them because they want to take them home. And Mark gets on the mic, and we get the, you know, I learned something today. And I'm going to read the speech, so I have it here. Public schools may be a bit lacking in education, but it's the main place where children learn all of their social skills. 
You can't teach a child social skills. They have to learn them themselves. And the only place to do that is on the playground and the cafeteria and so on. And also at one point he mentions how, look at your daughter. She's become a goddamn whore. And then and Butter's like, yeah, yeah, she has. And then he continues, I know letting your kids out into the world is scary. I know you wish nothing bad would ever happen to us. But bad things will happen. And we have to start learning now how to deal with those things. And, you know, that convinces the parents. And it's like, alright, well, if that's what you want, we're going to let you do it. You both can stay in, you know, in public school. So, the kids are all happy. Rebecca kisses Kyle. And, you know, everything is back to normal. Well, the parent or the dads are like, Oh, wait a minute. We got something we got to do. And then they take the dad and they're going to duct tape him to the flagpole. So Ronnie James Dio comes back on the mic and he's like, Well, I'm sure glad that's all resolved. Let's all go back and start supporting. And then they play Holy Diver again. And then, oh, here's the Phonics Monkey. He's on the drums too playing with Dio. And then we see... Mark's dad duct taped to the flagpole, and that is the end of the episode, Hooked on Monkey Phonics. Yay! Oh, such a great episode all around. Yeah, such a good episode. Um, I mean, we, we, uh, I think it's the two last episodes I give in a ten, and uh, this is up there. Uh, it's, it's a really good episode. I, I will tell you it's not a 10 from me, but it's, it's not far far away from mm-hmm. it because it's such a good episode. And it, yeah. it's a South Park classic episode, I would it say. It is. It is. Um, now, you said it's not a 10, but it's real close. So what score would you mm-hmm. give it? Uh, a 9. Uh, <laughs> that is as close to ten I come. Oh. Uh, there's nothing missing really, but uh, I didn't have as much fun with this as do I give him a ten to. So I can't, I can't give every good episode a ten. Right. <laughs> and uh, and I can't say like point at this and say that is what it made made it uh, and I but all over it's it's not as strong as episode I've given attention to so I, I mm-hmm. think it's more in a in a general way. No and I can understand that. Um I love this what episode about you? I, I love this episode. Like I like I said a moment ago. Um this is one of my favorite episodes, not only of this season, but this is one of my favorite episodes of all time for so many reasons. Um, one of which is the spelling bee. Um, I was in a spelling bee and I got beat by my first word so I could sort of feel the pain for Cartman. Um, I just liked how, you know... We had the very good story arc of Cartman just wanting to be homeschooled. 
And then, right. and then we have the story of the homeschool parents protecting their child. And we have Mark wanting to go out of that shell to go to public school. And then we have Kyle, you know, wanting to be, you know, wanting to know more about Rebecca. And this is one of those things where, and I'm sure some people would be like, oh, well, there's too many stories in this. But in this case, it's enough stories to make the connection. And I agree. It's not all over the place. It it's definitely not all over the place. But again, like uh, the only thing I could say that it's negative is that uh, I find I find uh, the episode iconic. I find the episode funny, but not as strong as an episode I give an attempt to. That I I can even say that I have given this a nine and a half. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, just because, you know, this is the great thing about this show, or any, you know, any show that does reviews of TV shows is, you know, we can agree to disagree on the rating that we give it and the, epi- you know, whatever episode it is. Right. This gets a 10 for me. Not surprised <laughs> I mean, I, it's just a great episode all around, and I'm, this is the third week in a row, bro. I, I think this is some kind of a record. Yeah. Where one of us has given an episode a 10. Yeah. Um, it's like we, we will see if the, it continues next week. Exactly. <laughs> um, let's get to some notes about this episode. The character of Rebecca is based on... Rebecca Sealfon, who won the 1997 Scripps National Spelling Bee. She is one of the most well-known winners of the Spelling Bee, spelling her final word, UNIN, by screaming out each letter. She also displayed the odd habit of covering her mouth and whispering each letter before saying it, which was parodied in the episode as well. And you have to catch in the Spelling Bee that part, because I did catch that. Kyle's speech to Rebecca about love parodies the Star Trek episode The Gamesters of Triskelion. Kyle's love confession and kiss with Rebecca parodies a scene between Judah Ben-Hur and Esther from Ben-Hur. When Ronnie James Dio was asked about how he felt at, uh, when Ronnie James Dio was asked how he felt about South Park's parody of him, he said, quote, "I thought it was wonderful." I initially didn't want to let it be done because I felt that they were going to just they were just going to crucify me and that I would end up being like what they did to Rod Stewart and what they did to Elton John and what they did to Ozzy. But they assured our office that they were real Dio fans and that I would like it. So I thought to myself, well, if you want to be an American icon, you better let them do it. And they did. And I was knocked out. It was funny. I thought they were more cruel to the drummer, if anything else. Yeah. Um, honestly, I didn't see anything about the drummers, though. Um, Alright, where did the idea of this episode come from? This episode explores the issues of homeschooling. Matt and Trey have a mutual friend who homeschooled his kids. Likewise, they watched some spelling bees on TV and thought the kids, most of whom were homeschooled, 
seemed socially stunned by extremely strict parents. Excuse me. Matt also thinks this episode sums up South Park's attitude toward children. Most people see children as peaceful and innocent, but Matt and Trey see kids as just evil little bastards who weed out the weak. And uh, if you want to see one of the best documentaries ever made, there's actually a, a documentary about the spelling bee. Hmm. All right. Uh, I I am I'm going to try to find out what it's called. I think it's called spells or something. No. Oh, okay. Uh, for those of you who are not too well on your history, the dance, the Bay of Pigs Memorial Dance, it is named after the Bay of Pigs invasion failed attempt on April 1961 to overthrow the new Cuban government of Fidel Castro by CIA-trained Cuban exiles and the U.S. Armed Forces. Beaches on the real Bay of Pigs on the southern coast of Cuba were used as landing sites. And, as I mentioned earlier, the line where Cartman says, Do you have some kind of John Travolta disease? It is a reference to the 1976 film the Boy in the Plastic Bubble, in which John Travolta plays a boy with an, with an ineffective immune system who lived in a sterile bubble. And the documentary is called Spellbound. Oh, uh, Spellbound. Yeah, Spellbound. And it's from 2002, and I really do recommend that documentary. And a sad note to mention on this. This is the final episode of South Park to feature the voice of Mary Kay Bergman, who committed yeah. suicide the day after the episode aired. Yeah, I know. Uh, it's a big loss for uh, the South Park community. It I is. mean, she was, she was so important for South Park. The final episode to use her dialogue was Starvin Marvin in Space, which ended production shortly before her death. Yeah. And uh, that'll be our episode next week that we will review. Yeah. Um, speaking of reviews, IMDb, uh, this has got a good rating. Out of 1,180 people who voted, the average rating of this episode is an 8.1 out of 10 with with 369 votes being given to an 8 rating um, yeah, that, that, is, that is a good rating and uh, I, 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 I do think uh, uh, this episode deserves it it's definitely up there in that 8 to 10 range but yeah it really is. And for some reason, 28 people gave this episode a 1. What? How freaking dare you to those 28? <laughs> we want to talk to you if you really hated this episode. Yeah, if you really hated it. strange reason. Yeah. Why did you hate this episode? Um, We have one review, one fan review okay. of IMDb, and it is yeah. from... The Gangsta Hippie. Who? Exactly. Gangsta Hippie wrote, Hooked on Monkey Phonics is a hilarious South Park episode. It's another example of kids being kids. 
this show actually has one of the most realistic portrayals of kids I have ever seen. The boys meet two homeschooled kids at a spelling bee. They are extremely smart and seem to know the answers to all the hard spelling questions. Kyle is smitten by the girl Rebecca. The homeschooled boy now wants to socialize with the other kids and asks his father to put him in public school. His father reluctantly agrees. The boy, however, gets ridiculed and beaten up because he has not socialized before and acts fairly weird. Meanwhile, Kyle kisses Rebecca. This, however, turns her into a total slut. Fairly true to life, I might add. Meanwhile... Oh, <laughs> oh that's mean. Meanwhile, Cartman decides to be homeschooled. This is a very funny South Park episode. And he gave it nine stars out of ten. Um, alright. This is now the point of the show where uh, one of us will pick a character to talk about on the program. And it is my turn for this week. And yeah. for this week, my character is Ronnie James Dio. Got to drop some knowledge here on you. First on the South Park site and then on Wikipedia. Ronnie James Dio is a male, age 67. Hair color brown. His occupation is a musician. His first appearance is Hooked on Monkey Phonics. A former member of such memorable bands as Black Sabbath, Heaven and, Heaven and Hell, and of course the lead singer of his eponymous band Dio, Ronnie James Dio was an active musician for three decades. One of his most notable gigs was his appearance at the South Park Elementary Bay of Pigs Memorial Dance, playing his hit, Holy Diver, with some help from a helpful phonics monkey. His appearance was perhaps overshadowed, however, by Rebecca Cotswolds. Now... I wish I, I, wish I had uh, the real uh, voice. Of them. I know. I know. They sort of missed out on that boat. Yeah. So, to Dio in real life. Um, like, I meant, like I mentioned, he was in bands such as Rainbow, Elf, Black Sabbath, Heaven and Hell, and of course Dio. He was also a part of Heavy Metal's version of We Are the World and Do They Know It's Christmas Time. The band was called Hearing Aid, with their song... No! Yes! Really? Yes, with, <laughs> with, with their song called Stars, which I actually recommend everyone check out. Okay, is it a good song? It, really? it, it's a good song. Um, okay. And it actually has garnered about a million plus dollars from uh, this camp, or from the from their charity. So this guy is still alive? Well, gotta get there in a moment. Okay. Um, with the song Holy Diver, even though he says that the song helped him make it to number one, in the U.S. it only made it to number 40 on the Billboard Rock Tracks. Aww. I know. But it, it's still a big hit, and it was one of his biggest hits. Holy Diver! 
Uh, sadly, however, Ronnie James Dio would pass away on May 16th, 2010, to, due to cancer. He was Aww. only 67 years old. Oh, that's young. Uh, he had only one son, an adopted son, or actually, no, pardon me. Um, yeah, he had an adopted son, novelist Dan Padavona. He divorced from his first wife, Loretta, to marry his second wife, Wendy, who also served as his manager. Um, she also managed the L.A. rock bands Rough Cut and Hellion. Dio remained married to Wendy Gaxiola, which is her real name, until his death in 2010. What kind of cancer was it? Oh, what was it? uh, what was I think it was? Oh, it was stomach I'm cancer. Stomach <laughs> cancer. No, it was it was stomach cancer. Oh. Yep. So. And yeah, it's, I'm sure I'm sure he never did any drugs in the some No, I don't think so. He never looked like a guy that did drugs. Really? Okay. And. Uh, Dio, for those who are curious, is Italian for God. Yeah, I actually, one of the few things I know about that. There you go. So, that's my character of the week, Ronnie James Dio. Yeah. Alright. He's over his memory. Yep, and his music is still being played all around the world. Almost seven years after his death. When is he going to go in the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame? That man should be in there. Oh, yeah, definitely. Isn't he in there? He's not in there. Oh. But that's another discussion for another day. Um, all right, I think that's going to do it. Uh, we'll do our quick plugs. You could join our Facebook group. Uh, type in Sharks Pond, a South Park podcast in the search bar. You are right there. And add yourself into the group. And if for some reason you can't find us there, click on the link in the description box of this week's episode. And you can follow the show on Twitter. We're at SharksPond97. And I tell you what, we are soon, and I, I haven't told you this, so mm -hmm. you're going to be a little surprised. Okay. But we are going to have a Twitter uh, contest uh, oh. soon. All right. And yeah, with, with real prizes. Ooh. Yep. All right. I, I can't wait to hear more about this. Um, in the next couple weeks, we'll find out. Yes. Uh, uh, I promise it will come out around uh, Season 4, because it has to do with... Uh, Season four. Okay. And is okay. this for Twitter only or Twitter and Facebook? Twitter and Facebook. All right. All right. This is going to yep. be fun. So <laughs> you'll, you guys will have to stay into this show to hear what the contest is. So I can't wait for it. I honestly have no idea about this. So. Nope. And uh, uh, I'm not going to tell you. You can oh. ask me, but I will not answer. I won't. I won't do that. <laughs> All right, next week, uh, we get to see a favorite character of the show return for 
one last time. Next week, as mentioned, we review Starvin' Marvin in Space. Yep. One of the most hilarious episodes I know of. Uh, this season has been so good. Yeah. Let's, let's talk two seconds about that. How good has this season been? Well, I I think you and I can both agree it's better than season two. Yep. Is it better than season one, though? Uh, That's a tough one. Uh, That's I a mean, t- season one is so groundbreaking. I know. Actually, you know what? I think you gave me an idea for a new segment when we reached the last episode of season three. Okay. Which is, we'll start ranking all the seasons. Or at least the ones we've reviewed. Yeah, we have. We did that for season two, though. Oh, yeah, we did. Okay. But uh, you you still have a task. You know that. You have to go back and yep. gave every single episode. Yep, I know. I, I have not forgotten. Um, yep. I'll probably get on it this weekend. Because we need to start uh, giving some statistics when it comes to attempts and things like that. Absolutely. Yep. All right. Well, there you go, folks. A lot of teasing, but we will deliver. (laughs) At least Bill will. (laughs) Yep. Unlike other podcasts that you probably listen to. (laughs) Not saying anything. Nope. No. Uh, All right. Best way to be bad for eighty days. No. Thirty days. How long was? Thirty days. Sixty days. days (laughs) And Shelly Martinez is eighty years old. Yep. Hottest eighty-year-old I've ever seen. Damn. Listen, listen to that wrestling podcast. Yes. It's uh, a really good show uh, where uh, I make a fool of. Predicting yep, go back to episode 276. That's the episode in question. Yep. Alright, so on that note, um, that does it. And we will talk to you guys next week as we go into space. Boom, boom.